Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School Podcast. This is episode 245. Hi, how are ya? What's going on? What's going on in your world? I have a guest for you today. Yes, I do. I have one of the warriors on. I love having the warriors on my podcast. This warrior has been on the podcast. Well, this will be her fourth episode, (laughs) which is so rad. Kelsey Sutton is back on the Warrior School podcast her fourth time. And she's here to talk about Warrior Queen 2.0 Play to Win, which was the second challenge that we ran inside of Warrior School this year. She was a big challenge Uh, and I thought it would be really cool to get a bunch of the warriors on to talk about their experience doing her. Uh, So I'm not even going to give you a big intro. All I'm going to say is Kelsey is one of the coolest, badass, raddest females I know who has achieved so much in the last two and a half years. And she really kicked this challenge's ass. She shone. And it's 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 really cool uh, to hear her speak about the challenge, her learnings, her wins, her challenges. So here we go. Here is Kelsey Sutton talking about Warrior Queen 2.0 Play to Win. Kelsey, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. This is number three, I'm going to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's three. It's three or four, but I'm pretty sure I think it's three. I think it's three too. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, welcome back. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Warrior Queen 2.0. That's why I brought you back on. Uh, We wrapped that up. Well, we're halfway through December, so we wrapped that up a month ago, and I thought it would be really cool to get a bunch of warriors that did the challenge on to talk about their experience, uh, to talk about their challenges, their wins, and what it means to them to play to win and kind of contrast that to you know, paint a scene about maybe how you viewed winning previously. And then since building your foundation over the last couple of years, how that's really changed. And then coming into this challenge, we'll talk about, we'll break it down and what you did and what level you played at, but you know, what winning meant to you for this challenge. Uh, Does that sound cool to you? Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it would be really cool to kick off talking about this idea of playing to win, doing this health and fitness stuff to, you know, win, win at the game. And I'd love to know what that means to you now, like today, what does playing to win like mean to you? And then I'd love to talk about, or if you could paint a scene for me around how that's changed Yeah. Yeah. So I would say a few different things about playing to win for me right now. Um, In the context of training, it really means like having a training plan that um, I execute well, that challenges me, but also fits my life. Um, You know, hitting that, that sweet spot and, 
and doing it consistently. And then it means to me, you know, having the fuel, the rest, the capability to live my life the way that I want to, you know, so like training fits into that. There's other things that fit into that energy and sleep. And then I think like resilience and confidence are in there too, you know, resilience to stress and um, having a regulated nervous system and, and having confidence in my you know physical body are all a part of playing twin too. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, they're kind of like, they're, they're like molded together because we have this idea of playing, right? Of like the doing or the action and then the idea of winning. So when you think about, think about that idea or that concept and with the things that you just spoke about, is there a separateness there for you or is there very much a togetherness? Like the playing and the doing of those things is the winning or is there like an, another byproduct that you get from playing and doing those things and those things working really well together. They're all, I think they're all together. I think, yeah, they're, they're all together to make up like a, a whole wellness portion of my life. And I think, you know, so you like think of playing to win and I really enjoy, you know, being in a training session and and having a little breakthrough, right? Like having a new PR or or doing a move that I couldn't do before. Like that's a win and that's a that's points on the board. Um and it's awesome and it's a part of the game. Um, but I really see the the game is a really big picture game that's really about my life and you know, having a confident and capable body to carry me through it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah like the zooming out and what is the bigger picture? Like what are we after out of our life? And then what are the things that we need to do that help us achieve that or move towards that? And then I guess the winning really is, uh, to quote you that I often do many, many times, the winning really is to be able to live life on your own terms and whatever that looks like for you or, or any any woman listening that I think is kind of the big prize because then we get to do whatever we want. Yeah. It is. It's the ultimate prize. And I love it. Every time I hear you say that, I think about, I just think about how I get to have that in my life now, how I wanted that and how I have that. And um, it's, it's the coolest. It really is. And I, you probably hear me talk about it a lot because when you said it, uh, I was like, yeah, like, yes, yes, really. Because if we think about a lot of our journeys, uh, and this is not just with health and fitness and training, but a lot of the times, so many of us feel like we're not living life on our own terms, you know, where where I've been told, you know, raised a certain way or, you know, told to do certain things and then gone and like done our study or our work or our job. And then, you know, by the fitness culture, we've been told to kind of do things this way. And we, we lost, we're like, well, I don't even know what my own terms are. <laughs> totally, totally. Like emotionally, energetically, you know, being sort of a um, victim to your energy is a terrible way to live life. Um, you know, oh, I want to do this today with my kids or I want to do this hike, but then I know I'll have to nap later because I'll be tired. 
And then I know the next day I'm going to, you know, that kind of, that's just not a fun way to live. And so to be able to say like, I want to do this hike today and I could probably go on a long walk afterwards too and feel fine. It's just, it's also, it's freedom. Yeah. It's, it's, it's freeing too. Mm. Has the, this idea of like playing to win changed for you? Like, did you have a different view on it, a different spin on it? Um, over the challenge or before I even started working with you? In your life. Yeah. Before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's, it's sometimes hard to separate it out. Like the integration of my emotional work with my training work, because they really um, are integrated into each other too. But there would have been times in my life prior where I definitely felt needs to just always be doing more um, and that winning was eating a little less and working out a little more. And that's just very different from the mindset that I'm in now, which is much more abundant, I would say. Yeah. Has the the goal or the intention for you, have you always had that in your, your awareness of to like to live life on your own terms, to like live a bigger mm -hmm. life? Uh, but it was just the, the doing looks a little bit different, but has the vision or the intention really been for you to, to live life on your own terms and to. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I said that to you the first time we met, I think basically, right. Yeah. I said, that's what I, what I wanted. And I always am amazed at like, you know, the language I had for that and the knowing I had for that without all of the other knowledge and knowing that I needed to, you know, get me to the place where I needed to be. I really needed guidance and leadership from experts in, in that part but I did know what I wanted. Yeah. And so I am always impressed when I go back and like, Oh, you knew what you wanted. And look, you just like have exactly that in your life. Now it's wonderful. I think there's a couple of cool things in that because I used to believe that a lot of women didn't know what they wanted because they would be, you know, seduced by the short way or be doing all of these things that weren't quite helping them get where they wanted to go or working with them. I don't believe that anymore. I do really believe that a lot of us, pretty much all of us do know, like we do, we know, we've, we're pretty clear on that vision or how we want to feel, or we know that we want to, you know, have energy and feel great in our body and live life on our own terms. I think the gap is I see two gaps. One is not being able to articulate that. Like you had the language for it. You had the words for it. Uh, and then the second is not knowing what the doing is to actually move towards that. I'm not sure how you see it. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with you. And I would say not having, you know, the knowledge, experience and, and expertise in in the doing and then also the trust in the doing right because there's been so many wrong wrong headed guidance in some of the doing that um you need someone to lead you in that in that trust too um in addition to gaining all the knowledge and and uh information yeah I'd love to know when I dished up this challenge when I presented it to you uh, earlier, a few months ago, uh, what came up for you? Because 
It was different. It was different to the one we ran earlier this year. It was quite different to our work together, like in a one-on-one capacity. Uh, and I'd l- I'm super interested to know your initial reaction to it when you saw the workbook and you saw the challenge uh, come come into your inbox. Yeah, I w- I w- I'm gonna say I was excited. I was excited. I love the um, previous challenge, the the challenge we'd done earlier in the year. Um, so I really had that as you know as an example of a fun, positive experience, you know, through the challenge. Um, the one we did earlier, you know, I was lifting so much more weight than I thought I could. And it you know, really helped me like slap muscle on my body. And then this one, I was excited, but I was conflicted <laughs> about which level to play at. And so, you know, I looked at level two, the enthusiast and level three, the performer, and both were more than I was doing currently um but level three was quite a bit more and um it was really a scale up especially in the amount of cardio and so i was conflicted but but i was excited yeah it was both yeah let's talk a little bit about the levels because then i want to weave it into yeah, that conflict you felt and what, like why that came up for you and why you were trying to decide between the two. And I want you to talk a little bit about like your life, (laughs) like what you, you know, what you have going on in your life, which definitely comes into play around, you know, how much we can take on or how much the mind sometimes believes that we can do and not do. So level two was training three times a week, doing an accumulated uh, amount of zone two cardio of 60 minutes. And then they had walking, a walker, a 30 minute walk. Level three was training four days a week. Then they had 80 minutes of accumulated zone two on top of that. And the 30 minutes of walking, that was the training side of things. Now, both levels had the intermittent energy restriction approach, which was either with their cycle or just based on a two weeks on, two weeks off if they weren't cycling. So that was in both. So talk to me about like sitting there looking at, okay, three days a week, 60 minutes of an accumulated like zone two, which the requirement was that they had to do it uh, no less than 20 minutes. So to actually get warmed up and get into the the cardio session, I put a a minimum time uh, of 20 minutes on it. And so for 60 minutes, that could have been, you know, three 20 minute sessions or two 30 minute sessions. And then 80 minutes, I'm not going into the math, but essentially they had to do a minimum of 20 minutes, but uh, if not even more in the 80 minutes, because that was more minutes over the week. Talk to me about thinking, because you were were training three times a week and you were doing some walks, I believe. Yeah, I was training three days a week, sometimes four, you know, if I had a I was training every other day, but it seems like lots of weeks, right? You lose one extra day because you've got to move your schedule around a little bit. So I was mostly training three days a week and I was walking a lot. Um, It was summertime where I live. And so I was doing just a lot of walking to work, walking to do errands, walking home. Um, So I was getting lots of just 
you know, sort of zone one steps in. Um, and I think it's important to say too, you know, when my body was in such a difficult place a couple of years ago, when I, you know, if I did too much, I was so exhausted and worn out and my body didn't use energy that I gave it very well, that, you know, moving into a new psychological space, right, of from, oh, we're easing into it, oh, we're trying, oh, we're seeing to like a new space of maybe you could really push yourself again and see what that's like. like that is a, that was a, sh a shift for me. And I've done that shift a few times, but this was another time I was, I was doing that shift of rather than leaning towards maybe going slow and scaling just a bit back, I was leaning into pushing more. And so the 80 minutes of zone two was really going to be a change, a change for me. I was doing, and I did do, I think I'd been doing maybe one 20 minute zone two session a week. So this was going to be, you know, four 20 minute sessions or two 40 minute sessions and 40 minutes is a lot longer than, than 20 minutes. Um, and so I ultimately chose, I chose level three and I, cause I knew it would really be a push and I would, and I would truly be challenging myself. And I knew that I could pull back if, if it just wasn't working, I knew I could pull back. So. Yeah. So you chose, you trained four days, you yep. accumulated 80 minutes of your zone twos. Yeah. I did. You walked and you also did your uh, intermittent energy restriction where you cycled through maintenance and through a deficit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what your life looks like. Like, what do you do? What, do you, what, do you, what goes on in the other side? Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's a lot. It's a big commitment that is time-wise, energy-wise. Uh, and I think it's important contextually just to share a little bit about how, you know, you've got lots of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it is important. It's it's always important to hear what people are doing in the context of their actual life, right? That I, I think that's so true. So I am Kelsey wife. Um, Kelsey mom I have a seven-year-old and I have year and a half old identical twin sons <laughs> they're a lot they're a handful um, I work full-time I'm an attorney for a bank uh, so I work full-time hours every week and we've been building a house that has been a pretty big project that I think I really will understand how big when it's done, <laughs> but a lovely project, you know, too. I'm so it's exciting and I'm really grateful and ready to, to be in it. And uh, yeah, I do a lot of community stuff, which is kind of vague, but I'm often working on projects in my community. Um, my husband and I run a nonprofit together and, and then I run some other small nonprofit, local nonprofits. Um, separately myself and so I am a I'm a busy gal you are yeah <laughs> and I just I would love for you to just talk ab about how like what works for you like what helps you be able to balance that all and I know it's it's not always easy and there are days you're like and we've had conversations before like what am I doing <laughs> like uh, but <laughs> I think
think for a lot of us, you know, we feel we feel so limited, limited by a lot of us are limited by energy. And so we need to work on the energy and build our capacity and our resilience. And you did that for years. Yeah. You've been working on it for a long time. And then a lot of us feel like we're really restricted by like time. And so I would love for you just to share maybe some words of wisdom or some advice or what works for you for women that feel like there's just not enough energy. There's not enough time. Like I can't, how do I, how do I do it? How do I manage? Yes. Yes. You're right, Amy. You're so right. Because if I would have looked at this, um, uh, framing of activity two years ago, I would have cried, right? Like I would have, I would have cried at the idea of how could I ever fit this into my day and my week, the mental energy it would have taken to just, just plan it and and do the food tracking would have overwhelmed me completely. And so I have in a lot of ways, you know, I've picked these things up slowly over years and it has been great to do. You don't have to be, you know, at the level three of the challenge when you're just starting, you know, it, it it was what I could do when I could do it. And it was great. And it built so much strength and energy and, um, and proper rest for me. And so I, what works for me now is I train over my lunch hour in the middle of the day. Um, I have some flexibility about, you know, exactly what my, what hour my lunch hour is in, which does help me. Um, but training in the middle of the day or doing zone two in the middle of the day works really well for me. And then I often have time to do a, a longer session on the weekends um, as well. And then I fit my walking in, you know, when it was nice out and it's still pretty nice out. You can, there's quite a bit of the year where you can walk outside. So I try to fit steps in by um, working it into my day for errands or walking to and from home. Um, I live in, in town now and I, so I could do that in, in the mornings and the evenings and kind of all day long, but the, the training, the training in the middle of the day works for me. Training in the morning would be very hard for me. I, I wouldn't, it would not work for me and training in the evenings wouldn't really work that great for me either. So I'm really grateful that this does, but it is not something that I have developed instantaneously and it is it has become a thing where I hope I hope I can find the right words for this because you know it feel it's like a lot of activity, right? You're doing you're doing a lot of doing. But the pace of walking places and the pace of having training in the middle of the day also makes everything else just feel calm and good and possible, right? So the integration of all of that has also created more space for all of that. I don't know. Is that, is that too weird and vague? Yeah. No, not weird or vague at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the other thing that, you know, I've seen you do really well is lean into, you have a tribe of people, like you have a support system that's quite, and again, I understand not everyone has a huge, big support system, 
but we can create community and we can get better at asking for help, uh, I believe. But I've, you are surrounded by a massive big tribe and community. So that is very important. And I'm really glad you you also reminded me to say that explicitly. So I live, my parents are here in my community. My in-laws are here in my community. My sisters are here in my community. And I grew up in this community. So I have strong friend and kinship networks in the community. So I do have um, the kind of help, particularly with childcare, right? Like particularly with um, a pickup or a drop-off or can you watch them for two hours? Uh, and I have a partner who who is who is also you know very involved and supportive, and so I I do have a network that just makes it possible for me to do more things than I would be able to do if I didn't if I didn't have it, and I'm really grateful for that. And if you don't have that, you shouldn't feel, you know, like you should be doing what I'm doing, and you should also feel like you can you know develop it by asking, calling more people in um, for support in your life. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know, because this sounds like really cool and smooth and, you know, you're, you went, it was a success uh, in Warrior Queen and it really was, but I'd love to know, were, did any challenges pop up? Yeah. I mean, of course I got COVID again. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this with little kids that, you know, sickness is going to crop up either caring for them or getting sick myself. So I got sick again and I, and I felt pretty bad um, for a few days. And then we were all, you know, variations of home together for several days. Um, caring for sick kids when you're sick is just, it's really brutal. It's so hard. And so that, it did bum me out because I, it kind of sliced into one of my deficit phases and I didn't, so I didn't feel like I, you know, had the very full picture of, of what the challenge did for me, but I also rebounded pretty quickly and, you know, was back to my strategy and you right where to pick up. Um, and so not too many bumps in the road, but I did, I did have that sickness and it isn't all smooth. Like I forget things all the time and I, um, you know, I'm kind of like my hair doesn't look that good most days and you know I smell a little sweaty a lot of days in the afternoons after I train you know it's there's a lot of little <laughs> little things that are certainly not perfect over here I love that <laughs> some days I just have to slap on an outfit and just <laughs> my hair's not done yeah but that's that's totally cool because those are small those are small things aren't they when we um oh there was something that you just said before before you made <laughs> you just made that funny joke about uh your hair. I'm just laughing because when we were talking a couple of days ago, she's like, now, do I have to look presentable for this podcast? Like, what, do I have to do my hair? Because <laughs> that is a big thing I've put down, right? Like in service of uh, fitting in the things I want to fit in, the hair fixing and the, you know, grooming, it just takes a back seat. It happens eventually, but it takes a back seat on the day-to-day -day level for sure. Uh, I think the thing that I wanted to highlight was one of your wins, I remember, it was after you were sick 
And it was around that rebound back, that bouncing back, that that before would have been uh, harder physically, but harder mentally and emotionally as well. Like this whole idea of like, I'm not going to be able to do it, or it's going to be really hard, or I'm going to be way like going backwards a lot. But I remember that win that you slipped in there, which was like I was sick, but I've like slipped straight back into what you were doing prior. Yeah, totally. And, you know, cause Amy, you've been with me for a couple of years now. So I've had cycles of sickness. Uh, we, you know, you've seen my cycles of sickness and they've gotten steadily, you know, less intense. There's also been some other little sicknesses in our house recently. And, you know, I've, I've avoided picking plenty of them up, which is just not the case before, you know, it used to be, I'd pick up every single one and have the grossest expression of it that existed. And then I would come back with a lot more uncertainty and a lot more like, Oh, this is going to be so hard. How much have I, how much ground have I lost? Um, this wasn't like that. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to know some of your really cool wins and results from the challenge. Okay. Yes. I, I, I shortened my cycle. I wanted to mention that one. I shortened my cycle noticeably um, and consistently. It stayed a little shorter. I I credit that to, uh, I think the increased zone two is what I would say the kind of the different factor was. I think my body responded really nicely to that. And I was, I was happy about that because I haven't done a lot of cardio for quite a while. Um, I really upped my capacity for training and cardio. That was exciting for me. Um, to see and I to really switch my mindset to all right how am I going to fit four sessions in how am I going to fit this in you know it was it was a good mental challenge and it was a cool physical challenge because I did it while sleeping really well still um you know having lots of energy still I and I still I traveled still I socialized still you know it wasn't it didn't command my entire being um so I thought that was great my zone two walking has improved a lot. And I think the challenge really helped that I can walk a lot faster um, and, and stay in zone two than I could before. And I lost, I lost five pounds of fat and that is, <laughs> it's not always the most fun to talk about, but it was a really big deal for me. I've struggled with my autoimmune issues in my body properly using energy. And so to see to see the body composition behave in a way responding to the stimulus that I was applying to it in the way that I wanted it to, it was a really big deal. And it was great for me emotionally as well as, you know. Yeah, that was, that was a rad win. That was a well-earned, really cool win for you. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know what are you excited about for next year? I I think right now I'm most I'm just doing more of the same in 2024. And that is that is cool because you know there's been years where I'm like, how am I gonna get my morning routine? How am I gonna I gotta get more sleep? I got you know, and I just am cruising. I am sleeping my luxurious deep sleeps. I am eating my foods, I'm growing my muscles. Um, 
I'll probably be playing with a little more fat loss and using the the energy the intermittent energy restriction method. And I am going to work on my first chin up. That's going to happen. I'm excited about that. And I'm just, I think I'm going to look and feel like a smoke show all of 2024. Yeah, you are. Yeah. In your new kingdom. <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. In your new house. I love that. Yes. Uh, anything else, Kels, that you wanted to say? Um, I think on the on the intermittent energy restriction, I wanted to mention, first of all, it is, sounds like fasting and it is not fasting. It was doing none of that. Um, and but I really credit. I, I wanted to thank thank you, Amy, like without that thoughtful enrollment from you, that is not a method I would have understood or had access to or felt like really good about it being evidence-based and um, really targeted for me to be successful, but also well-nourished and, um, you know, sleeping and, and, and fueling my, my training still. And so that was, that was a really powerful part of this challenge. And I think you did an excellent job of, of gifting that to us in a very thoughtful way. So. Yeah. Thanks, Kels. I, it works really well. You know, I had trialed it a little bit myself, but then really rolled it out as, you know, some of you that have been with me for quite a while, you really were enrolled in this. And it was a bit of an experiment, you know, as you, as you know, and most of us know that, yeah, when it comes to like science and randomized control trials and studies that they can be a little bit like gray and a bit like, oh, like, I'm not sure about it, but I thought the whole principle and idea was really clever uh, and I was super interested and it did. So for all of yeah you that did it, it worked really well. Again, like uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, kind of had the, the, the cocktail because often when you do things like that, you feel the effects physically after a while and they're often negative or mentally and emotionally it's really hard because you have to do it for a long time or the approach isn't quite right. So yeah, I'm really glad it was a powerful piece for you. And I think it will be really helpful coming into next year, looking at further body composition change to play with that more. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great tool that I, that I have now. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Amy. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.